hello right before i went live i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> i'm so excited to be here you know why because you can hear me and you can't see me i'm hot and sweaty i just got home from a run in the sun my computer right now says it's 103 wow hello arizona if you're not from here just be grateful <laughs> it's hot in the summer uh and this morning i wanted to share with you oh by the way sarah your host the change with him real robert Demons podcast big k h capital h the big man upstairs and if you've listened to the other podcasts and episodes you know that my change came through the relationship with him little h past narcissist in my life to him Big H, capital H, Jesus Christ, JC himself, the big man upstairs, he changed everything for me downstairs. Like if upstairs is heaven, downstairs is here on earth. You know what? That's funny. I just thought of, I've always lived in two-story houses and I used to live in Utah. I live in Arizona now. And what's really funny is I've owned two homes myself and the two homes that I've owned myself, I walked in when I was looking at buying and I didn't know it. This like literally just came to me and they felt like home. They felt like home because they were two story. And right when you walk in, there's like this elevation, elevated ceilings. Like for me, that feels like home because that's the style and kind of home that I grew up in. And wow, I just realized that like, poof, I think that's it because it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> I always know when it's it because I'm gonna cry, I'm a big crier. <sighs> um, because it feels like coming home. And I think, honestly, like that's what so many of us are searching for and seeking for is to feel like we're at home here in our bodies, in our hearts, in our minds, in our soul. It wants to feel safe. It wants to feel like you're coming home to a safe, loving home. And when I let Jesus into my life, I realized he never left, never left. It was me that left. He never stopped pursuing me, chasing me, following me, hunting me down, fighting till I was found. I was the one running away from him. And so when I stopped and I turned around, he was right there. And now he's in, in my soul, in my mind, in my life. You guys know I love rhymes. I do it all the time. <laughs> but uh, I was doing my devotional this morning and spending time with God, what we're making a priority, first things first. And there's a worship song about that. I'll spare you from singing it. Well, maybe not first things first. There we go. Just one line. <laughs> uh, first things first. And there's a mentor and a coach that I work with. And I love her. And her phrase, her vibe is frequency first. And God is the highest power, highest frequency. There's only one God. And in my devotional this morning, I'm so grateful. I got to spend over an hour with God this morning. I woke up. I've been waking up before my alarm, which is a super cool feeling because I set it for like a decent time. But when I wake up before that time and I have that time with him, I put first things first, frequency first, I get into the flow, the frequency, the energy, the vibration of the truth of who God is. I get to his word. I don't just think about it or hope it or wish it or dream it. I sit with it, like literally sit with it. I open my Bible, I sit with it and I feel it when I don't, man, I feel out of my flow. I feel out of my jam. I'm like, don't you know, this sucks. I don't want to go here. And I feel my mind going there so much more easily when I don't utilize that time with him. And in my devotional with him this morning, one of the questions was, what is your favorite thing about spending time with God? And I'm like, Whoo! oh my gosh, that is a good question. Thank you for asking, <laughs> little book that I'm talking to by myself. And it is, I get to be in his presence. Like, imagine the most oh 
amazing person of all time, all time, all time, all time. Take your one top 1 million best people, like the people that high vibe you, the people that, that motivate you, inspire you, encourage you, love you, support you, honor you, see you, hear you, like bless you, uh, just give to you. Like imagine a bajillion of those people. And when you're walking with Jesus, that's what it's like. It said, just imagine, one of them was just imagine, just imagine walking with him and being in the presence of his honor, his glory, and his grace. Just imagine. And I was like, I don't want to just imagine. I want to write this out. And as I did, I laughed at myself because I said, it literally is the embodiment and the presence of pure, true love. And then I laughed because I'm like, Sarah, I didn't tell you to write it. It said, imagine it. I'm like, I know. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. My soul is like, <laughs> like a high vibration frequency energy. Oh my God. And it's funny because I'll say, oh my God. And then my daughter will be like, you use God's name in vain. And I'm like, no, oh my God. Like he's mine. He lives inside. He is mine and I am his. And, and oh, it's just so good. It's so good. So what is my favorite thing? What is your favorite thing about walking with him? Or what's your favorite thing about spending time with him? I think that's what the question was. I don't know. There was many questions. That was one of them. One of many, and there's so many good questions, and there's so many questions that I had when my life in the past was full of emotional abuse, neglect, full of limitations, limiting beliefs about myself, full of fucked up stories about myself that I had that I carried around because of the things that I had experienced in my past. And God is like, you hand it over, Sarah, give it to me, give it to me. That's not yours. And I'm like, no, it's mine. And he's like, it's not yours. I love you. It's not yours to carry. Give it to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Are you sure? Right. And then the doubt comes in and doubt is from the devil. Doubt is not a God tactic. It's not a God thought. Doubt is an enemy thought. And he's like, I see, I see this. I love you. I see you. Give it to me. Give it to me. We're like, okay, <laughs> here you go. It's yours. You can have it. I don't want it. I've never wanted to carry it anyway. And he's like, I know. I know you. I know you. Really know you. And we we want and need to know him the way that we really want to know, need to know him. Like we need to know. And a lot of us are like, I know, but that's not the truth. And I love, I was reading John 16 this morning. And John 16, verse, doo -doo -doo, give me a second, verse four, like the whole chapter. So I don't know about your Bible. Mine is NSV. My mom gave it to me. Hey, did you like that? <laughs> and it's titled The Work of the Holy Spirit. And I love this because a lot of times we get really confused about this God thing. And it's not just God, spirit, source, energy, universe thing. It is a God thing. And God thing is a Jesus thing. And a Jesus thing is a Holy Spirit thing. It's three and one, one and three. It's a multiplication, not addition. It's not this plus this plus this equals this, because that would equal three. And it's three and one, yet one in three. It's all the same. And so I think a lot of us get scared to say what it really is because of what people will think about us. And I know that's what inspired this podcast for me personally. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Say what you want. Think what you want. The only opinion that matters with me is, and I tell this to my daughter all the time, and I love when she rehearses and reverses this. I ask her, whose opinion matters most? And she says, the one I have of me and the one God has of me. And I said, yes, you get it. You get that. You've got life. Like everything else in life will try to take you off of the track of that truth. So don't fucking let it do it. Like just know that the only thing that matters is your identity and who you say you are 
and who God says you are and who you say you are in him. Do you get that? It's three and one, one and three, and it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so John 16 gets into the Holy Spirit. And this is the thing that confused me. And I've had conversations with people about this before. Sarah, I don't get it. Like Christianity is weird. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I'm like it's the simplest fucking thing ever. It is the ultimate love story. Ultimate. Ah, I love you. I love you. I love you. And it's unconditional untainted love, unjaded love. And we live in such a fucked up, broken world. We experience tainting, jading conditions. And so we just can't imagine life without that. And that's the life that Jesus came to give us, to provide for us, to allow us to experience a little taste and sliver of on this side of heaven. And it gets to be beautiful. When you get into his word, you get to get it. I don't know about you, but I like to get things and I get to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. That's what the enemy wants you to think. I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, you're never going to get it. Look at you. You're disgusting. You're despicable. You're a disgrace. True. Like, spit in your face. Done. Out. Mic drop. And he is like, fuck you. And so he enters into the spiritual, emotional battle and wages war in your life because he sees what God sees in you. The enemy sees what God sees in you. And he's fucking jealous. He's like, I don't like that. I want that. Because he wants to be God. And a lot of times in my life, I step in and I'm like, I want to be God. I want to make sure that all things go my way. I want to control the outcome of things. I want to be all powerful, almighty, all glory. Like I want to be that in my life. And and I, I get to experience freedom from that because it's never going to get it, never going to happen. When I surrender my life to God, when I start my day with Jesus, when I start my day by opening my Bible, reading his word, and there's no set amount of time or passages or specific verses that I'm like, oh, if I don't read this, I'm not going to have a good day. No, every day gets to be a good day. And every day gets to be a good day when you start your day with him, with word, with truth, with light, with love, with scripture, and honoring him, putting first things first, getting into the frequency of who he is. So with that, the work of the Holy Spirit, John 16. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read to you a little bit. And you know, guys, on the other episodes, I was a teacher. I love reading. I read to myself. I read to my daughter. And it's so good. So... It says, I'm going to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. So basically we were like, wait, you're amazing. You're leaving me, right? Like <laughs> when you got into a relationship, they're like, it's not you, it's me. And I need to go. I must go. And you're like, no, don't leave me, right? Hello, rejection, abandonment wounds. Like, ah. And God, I think he laughs at this. I laugh at it anyway. You <laughs> can laugh with me if you want. Sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I love words. I love lerd, words, lerds. <laughs> that was the combination of linguistics and words or language and words. Lerds. I love lerds <laughs> because they have so much meaning, energy, frequency, and powers. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. I love that. Jesus is like, hello, I tell you the truth. Anything that I don't, that doesn't come from me isn't the truth. The truth is me, and it sets you free. I wrote this in my Bible today. Jesus is the word of God. The word is truth. I'm like, that's cool. That's really cool. I tell you the truth. We can count on him to tell us the truth. You can count on the world to lie. You can count on the world to lie. It will lie to you. It will tell you everything you want it to. Like, you're beautiful. You're great. You smell nice. You're amazing. You've got this. And then in your mind, you'll be like, no, I don't. No, I'm not. No, I don't. I never will. <laughs> And then you open up your Bible and you're like, ah, thank you. A sip of water after a run when it's 103 out. 
Even though the computer says mostly cloudy, it's still hot AF. So Jesus says, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. I will go where you send me to the broken and the weary, right? You guys know I love that song. To the hopeless and forgotten, to all will know your name. But if I go, I will send him to you. Him, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, which is just like the... The steam version of him. I've talked about this before. I don't get it. It's three and one, right? So is ice. So is water. So is steam. Three and one. They're all the same thing, but they're different forms. God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three and one. But if I go, I will send him to you. He's basically like, I'm still going to be with you. Wipe your eyes. Dry your eyes. Don't be sad. <laughs> and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me concerning righteousness because I go to the father and you will see me no longer concerning judgment because of the ruler because the ruler of this world is judged Jesus is like I'm the ruler of the world they judged me so anytime that you are like oh my god they're judging me I just don't like when people judge me uh, he got judged and he is the ruler of the world you're not the ruler of the world you might think you are you might like to be but if you really want to be just look at what it was really like i mean look at jesus's life he was the ruler of the world and look at what he went through and if you're not sure what he went through read the bible it's the best book of all time <laughs> when the spirit comes when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come so if you're like i don't know what's to come of my life open the word read the word it's amazing truly i say to you whatever you ask of the father in my name jesus talking throwing down he will give it to you until now you have asked nothing in my name and that's the truth. A lot of us ask it in our name. We want it selfishly for ourselves. We want to be the one that receives the credit and earns the awards for it. And we we don't give glory where glory is due. We don't give honor where honor is due. We give it to ourselves. We have it. We hold it. We keep it for ourselves. Like we're a very selfish race. And it's natural and normal humanness to be that way. And God changes that way. He changes that way about us when our identity changes through letting him into our heart and our life. And it says, and this is all on my manifestation piece people out there. I'm into that woo-woo stuff too. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. And so he's talking about being filled with joy, not being filled with, with accolades or achievements or awards. Like all those things are of the world and those things are good, but they're not as good as he is. Those things are great, but they're not as great as he is. And when we give glory and honor to him, when we receive those things, because we understand this is by his will, his works, not mine. We, we get it in a way that we haven't gotten it before. And then we get fulfilled with abundance, with happiness, with peace, with joy. Asking you will receive that your joy may be full. Like this is, I'm like, whoa, he's talking about joyful. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> Just watch The Incredibles with my daughter. That's incredible. Uh, I wanted to read something to you guys. Oh, this is it. Okay. Oh, my stomach's making weird noises. <laughs> I guess I'm hungry. <laughs> I have overcome the world because sometimes we can fear. We fear what the world brings because we think we're in the world. And we are. We're in the world, but we're called to be in it, but not of it. Like, don't fall into the fear-filled stuff. I don't watch the news. I think a lot of people are like, you don't watch the news? How do you know what's going on? Uh, you just talk to people. 
<laughs> talk to people that oh, aren't you afraid of this? Nope. I don't serve government. I serve God. Like, <laughs> nope, not afraid of it. Could it suck for me? Yeah. Will it impact me? Yes. But ultimately, no. Next, next problem. What, what's next? <laughs> next, because I open the word and it says I have overcome the world. And a lot of us, we get caught in these worldly traps, like fear-filled traps. And then we're, we're mad that we're not filled with joy. And well, hello, open the word and that will change. So Jesus says, I have overcome the world. I said these things to you in figures of speech. I love his figures of speech. Like he's funny. If you want to really know funniness, no joyfulness, get to know Jesus. <laughs> he's funny because he's like, hello, you fucking idiot. I don't get it. But he doesn't say it like that because he's a loving God. He would never do that. That's my version of it. But you can see it when he's speaking to the Pharisees. Even when he's speaking to the disciples, he's like, wow, wow. Oh, my God. Hand to forehead. You guys don't get it. It's okay. I love you nonetheless. I love you more than you could ever, 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 ever imagine. And he says, I have said these things to you in figures of speech. Like, how many different ways and times do I have to say it before you're going to get it? And I think, honestly, that's his journey and evolution over a lifetime of getting to know Jesus, the heart of Jesus, is he will never stop. He'll never stop saying it in a different way. He'll never leave you when you don't get it. He's not afraid of you not getting it. He will continue to sit there and say it a different way. Say it another way. Say it in a different way, at a different time to you. He continues. Like he is consistent and persistent in his pursuit of you. And he will never, ever, ever leave you. He says, I have said these things to you in figures of speech. It's like, because you don't get it. And that's okay. He doesn't talk to us or talk down to us the way that other people talk to us or talk down to us. That's the difference in who he is. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. Basically, like, yo, bro, go to God. Yo, bro, yo, bro. <laughs> the godly life for me, right? Go to God, bro. Like, that's what he's saying. I will plainly tell you about my Father. Basically, I'm going to mic drop you. <laughs> and you're going to be like, whoa. In that day, you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the father on your behalf for the father himself loves you. The father himself loves you, AKA God freaking loves you because you have loved me. So you love Jesus. God loves you. See the triangle. I love this triangulation. It's one of the words in like the toxic realm of triangulation. I think triangulation is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You, Jesus, God, like, you get to go through God through Jesus. Jesus is like, hello, it's me. <laughs> like Adele. And you're like, oh, my God, thank you. And he's like, you're welcome. I am here. I am him, and he is He is me. And you get to go to God through me, a.k.a. Jesus. Like, you get to go through God, like, direct line. There's no priest. There's no other person. There's no pastor. There's no anyone. It's I believe in Jesus, and through Jesus, I go to my father, his father, our father, our God. This is our God. This is who he is. My Phil Wickham drop. He loves us. For the father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. And it's not a father-son thing. My daughter was asking me about this. Well, no, it's a son. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I get it. It's confusing, but it's not. Because it, Jesus is a manifestation of God. God with a bod. Think about that. God with a bod. As simple as that. Jesus is God with a bod. God is everywhere. 
all the good things and Jesus is human existence and form. So we're like, I don't get it. Right. Well, he doesn't get me. Yes, he does. Because he was one of us at one time. He left and he's like, I'm going to go chill with my father in heaven because my work here is done. And if I don't go, you won't receive the gift of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit can be everywhere at once. It's a spirit. Think about like the particles of air in the air. They can't not be there. They just are there. They're everywhere. So that's basically the Holy Spirit. <laughs> are you tracking? I came from the Father and I have come into the world. And now that I'm leaving the world and going back to the Father, he's like, I'm going home. I'm going home. And I'm going home to prepare a room for you. When I was talking earlier in this episode about when I bought my two homes, there's a room for me prepared. There's my room. And I love my room. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It smells nice. It's synced. It's like the sacred place. It is a sacred place where I get to lay my head down, rest my head on a pillow and rest in his embrace. It is the place where I pray. It's the place where I love. Like it is just, it feels safe. And that's basically what Jesus was saying. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I love you. I'll see you later. I'm always going to be with you through my Holy Spirit. I'm going to go make a room for you. And I'm going to go make a room for you in my father's house. In my father's house, there's a place for me. Get it? I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. We're chosen. We're not forsaken. And his disciples, they were like, uh, hold on. Oh, now you're speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Exclamation mark. Like, thanks. Now we understand what you're saying. Because before we were like, huh? I don't get it. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them. Do you now believe like, hello, do you now believe? <laughs> Behold, the hour is coming. I love the way they talk to each other. I just love it. It's so great. Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone for the father is with me. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will, will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I'm like, Whoa, Jesus just dropped the mic. He's like, anytime you worry about the troubles of the world, the trials, the tribulations, the three T's, the big T's, the small T's, big T traumas, small T traumas, all that crap. Remember, I have overcome the world. He's like, I see and I know. And you can trust that I see and I know and I love you and I have overcome the world. You want to come live with me? Like, you want to come be adopted into my house? Like, you want to get out of that shitty house and come live in mine? It's like getting out of that crappy apartment and then going and living in a huge mansion. You're like, yes, please. Yes, please. Where do I sign up? What do I have to pay? And he's like, no worry. Kuna Matata, I paid the price for you on the cross. Come live with me for free. Wait a minute. I can get out of this shitty apartment and go live in this incredible, beautiful, divine mansion? Yes. That's what I've been saying to you. <laughs> and it's like the disciples are like, ah, now you're speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. That's John 16, chapter verse 29. You want, like, Jesus has personality. And if you don't know it, uh, open your Bible. He's funny. He is funny. He's like, duh, duh, duh. now you get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love you. I love you. And, and he talks about this. It says on... 
verse 6, chapter 17, I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now that they know everything you have given to me is from you. God's talking about how much he loves us. He loves us so much that he's prepared a room for us, a place for us because he loves us. You don't owe him anything and he doesn't owe you anything. You have a relationship with Jesus and you have everything you need to have your heart be at peace. That is the truth. It really is the truth. It's through Jesus. It's not just, oh, it's, you know, universe. No, that's the creation, not the creator. You go to the creator and you have so much more. Not that you deserve it or that you can earn it. You can't. You receive it. You open up your heart, your life, your mind, and you receive his love, his mercy, his grace, his abundance, his blessings. And then you give the honor and glory back to him. All good things come from him. You want good things in your life? Have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's it. Like that is literally it. It doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. The Bible says that in the world, we are in the world. We're not of it, but we're in it. In the world, you will have tribulation. That is, that is the worth. It's not maybe you will, or if you're good enough, you won't. It's you will, you will have tribulation. Take heart. He's like, take my heart. My heart is full of joy, full of peace, full of mercy, full of forgiveness, full of grace. Take heart. Allow me to come into your heart. Allow me to give you those things that you can't earn. And quite honestly, my love, you don't deserve. But take heart for I have overcome the world. We have a relationship with Jesus and everything changes. Everything changes. I used to live such a fucked up life. Such a fucked up life. And because of that, honestly, I was afraid of Jesus Christ. I was, I, I can't even say the word. Like my tongue is going to blow up and start a fire and I'm going to go to hell. Like I was so, I really believed that. And I didn't believe that I could be who I am I, because I thought that who I was was just too bad, like too much of a sinner that I had to do, done, do, done, <laughs> done. And, and I was continuing to do so many things that he wouldn't love me. Like if he really was that great and he was full of that much love, he wouldn't love me because I need to be that great. And I need to be full of that much love in order to be loved by him. That's a human condition. That's not a godly existence. It really isn't. And a lot of us project that onto him. And he basically, he's like, hold on, let me use a different figure of speech with you because you don't get it. You're just, da, da, da. you don't get it. None of that stuff matters. I know you. I know. I knew you before you were born. I knew everything you would go through. And I love you. All I want is a relationship with you. All I want is for you to talk to me, to spend time with me. Like any good and healthy relationship, it requires quality of time. Hello. Thank you, Gary Chapman, for your love languages. We don't need to give God gifts. I mean, give, well, hold on. Rewind. Rewind. Gifts of obedience. When we're obedient and when we have a relationship with him, when we spend quality time with him, we might not experience physical touch. Like that's a human, right? Like I can honestly tell you, I've never physically touched Jesus or God, but I have felt his touch, his presence, his essence. It's almost like an internal touch. It's a healing touch inside. It's not physical in the physical nature and realm that we contribute it to. Like when someone that you love touches you and hugs you and holds you and kisses you, you're like, ooh, ooh, right? Goosebumps. Thank you. I love you. It's an internal touch. It's a soul touch. 
So there are the love languages and and they're so important. You can you can cross those into your relationship with Jesus. Spend quality time with him. Read his word. In John chapter 17, verse 17. I do not ask you, this is 15 actually, I do not ask you that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. This is Jesus talking to God. They are not of the world, just in, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. And Jesus, you sent me to into the world so that I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself. This is where it is. Oh, this is where it is. Oh, no, we only have one minute. Okay, go read John chapter 17. It says, Father, you are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them. You're filled with glory. You're gloryful so that the world may know that you sent me and I love them as you love me. You guys, the Bible is a freaking love story. It is the most ultimate love story, the greatest love story ever. Because you loved me before the foundation of the world, that's verse 24 and verse 26, I made you known to them. Wait, I made known to them your name and I will continue to make it known that the love which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. You guys, it's triangulation, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And when you have a relationship with Jesus, you're part of that triangle. You're part of that love. And you get to receive that love when you have a relationship with them. Go read John chapter 17, that the love which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. He wants to be in your life so that you can experience the ultimate love of life. And it's through him. So if you haven't yet, invite him in. Jesus Christ, come into my life. I love you, love you, love you. Thank you for setting me free. My identity is in you. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.